everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you guys. First and foremost, before we even get started, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If my analytics on Anchor are accurate at all, this thing is actually performing well, which is a genuine surprise because as most of you guys know, this was started on complete accident. So I'm thankful. I'm very thankful. And honestly, if you're even listening to this right now, that means you you support the kid in some kind of way. So thank you. Seriously, thank you. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for... Um, Some of you guys have given me some tech tips until I can get into a studio. A lot of you guys have given me content feedback. You guys have said this has impacted and inspired you. And it's just, honestly, it's great. It's really, really great. So thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. So today's episode, (laughs) I, well, let me give y'all some backstory, right? I just, ooh Jesus, I just, (laughs) I just came out of one of the most, okay, one of the most unproductive, negative, pessimistic, like, (laughs) distracted weeks of my entire life, and it was distracted in all areas, Um, relationally, professionally, academically, financially, just emotionally everything was just weird for like a full seven days and I honestly have no words for how silly this week has been um granted I'm up out of it now God is good nothing a little repentance can't fix but I just (laughs) how easily we get distracted um so little bit of I'll give y'all some some things high level so I didn't touch didn't even touch the bible for a full week didn't watch not a nan sermon um I find that when I can't listen to sermons I try to listen to my favorite podcast so the godly dating podcast life with the Lindsay's blessed and bossed up uh woman evolve all that good stuff to stay updated or to least um feel connected to godly community and I just didn't listen to nothing what else I finished my bachelor's degree last Wednesday so it hasn't even been a full week since I finished undergrad I don't necessarily know how I feel just yet to be very honest I haven't put much thought into it because I was so eager to be done but that was a whole thing in and of itself prepping for finals but it's done praise the lord I reconnected with some people who I probably shouldn't have been talking to again pretty short-lived but nonetheless just distracted I had a bunch of conversations and feelings I shouldn't have been having to be very honest I think some lust was trying to come and overwhelm your girl old feelings old sins were trying to resurface that deja that I laid to rest (laughs) man how long has it been since I've been uh quote unquote on track spiritually I that that version of me from about a year ago man she was trying to to get a a word in with your girl and she did for a split second so (laughs) um all that to say like I really gave my flesh the five minutes of fame it was looking for and ooh-wee my mind very quickly just went to the gutter I was like I said super overwhelmed very unproductive just all the stuff that I was really confident about before seemed to go clean out the window. All the things that I was sure about within myself, you know, the calling God has on my life just went clean out the window for a full seven days. And 
y'all might be listening to this like girl it was just a week relax everybody has a bad week but a bad week can feel like a bad year honestly when you are really fighting to do the right thing I'm finding that the more I surrender my life to God usually the more my old life or old sins or old people or bad things trying to show up in new people and new events try to distract me and I've been pretty good about seeing them but I just I lost it this week and like I said nothing a little bit of repentance won't fix I came back to the feet of the father and I said look I've been fooling all week I'm sorry but in the middle of that um God gave me a visual literally midway through repenting I saw mushrooms I'm not talking about baby bellas or shiitakes or something that you saute in a pan I'm talking about those mushrooms that grow in your yard I can remember being a child and mushrooms would just freak me out like literally it took me a minute to eat edible mushrooms as an adult because the mushrooms that grow in your yard just used to bother me in episode three it's called 10 years ahead I go through the analogy of a good ground or basically the garden that I've been seeing my life as for the last few months it's described a little bit in Matthew 13 it's the parable of the sower if you guys want to read it it's um, the path or like wayside soil rocky ground thorny ground or good ground and God wants us to be good ground and I've been trying to stay good ground but y'all know just like any good yard every so often a few mushrooms pop up I know that I'm still good ground however every good ground has a few mushrooms pop up from time to time and mine definitely popped up this week (laughs) so in my mind while I'm good ground I'm trying to live a good life I'm trying to live a Christ-centered life I'm trying to surrender all areas to God every so often the occasional distraction or a mushroom decides to pop up So to help me understand this picture that God gave me a little bit better, I went on Google and researched what mushrooms were. So I'm going to go through what they are first. I'm going to go through their points of how to solve the mushroom problem. But y'all know me. We're going to flip it into a spiritual thing. So this is how the article describes them. It says mushrooms are fungi or rather the reproductive part of fungi that live in the soil. Most of the time, the fungi just stay hidden, breaking down organic material, but when conditions are right, they burst forth like desert flowers blooming after a rain. Mushrooms spread spores into the air, then go away when the sun comes out or the soil dries up. You can keep mushrooms from appearing as quickly by changing the conditions of your yard. The article gives three points to solve the mushroom problem in your yard, and again, I'm going to give y'all some ways to address the mushroom problems in your life. The first tip is to decrease shade in problem areas. It says that mushrooms like shade, um, you can trim back or thin out branches on nearby trees or shrubs, but the key is that extra sunshine usually keeps the mushroom problem in check. So for you guys, I'm going to call this first point step back into the light. Distractions and sinful things usually thrive in our dark places. And one thing I learned this week is that those dark places look different for everybody. Um, It can be bad behavior. It can be old, sinful nature trying to rear an ugly head, especially if you've noticed you've really changed in some areas. It could be misplaced anger. It could be uncommunicated frustration. Um, Again, maybe you have an issue of bondage in some areas of your life. Nonetheless, 
the dark places are usually where our sin has a field day. When my mind was dark for this last week because I was just overwhelmed with all of my stuff that I was dealing with, my sinful nature and my frustrations and things that I kind of put on the back burner in an effort to keep my mind right, really started to have their way in my life. Biblically speaking, the light represents God and the things of God, whereas the dark represents things that are like anti-God, the enemy, evil, wickedness, sin, death, all that stuff, right? But one of the great things that I was gently reminded of is that God still sees us in the dark places. It's highlighted in Psalm 139, verse 11 and 12. It says, I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. And in my mind, that lets me know that God still sees me. I'm not hidden. Even when my mind is dark, even when my priorities and my behavior and just me sitting there in the bed crying out because I'm confused and I seem to be in a dark spot. I'm not in the dark to God. He still sees me. It's also a little bit humbling because <laughs> it lets me know that those dark thoughts I was having, lustful thoughts, angry thoughts, some really old past pain that was trying to resurface, I thought they were just private. I thought they were just my own thoughts, but God was there too. The bright side is that God still loves me. <laughs> God still loves me. He still sees me. He still dwells in me. So we're good. He still loves me in spite of. He's forgiven me. I was forgiven before I even asked for forgiveness. But coming into the light and getting out of those dark places is a choice. 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 and 7 also highlights this. We have access to the light through Jesus Christ, so we're literally fooling ourselves if we sit there and dwell in our dark spots. If we sit there and... Um, you know, let the dark thoughts and the mean thoughts and the inadequacy that we feel fester in our lives. It's really not necessary when you are a child of God. So coming into the light is a choice, but it is a choice that's available to you. Good seeds need the light, okay? Unlike mushrooms, where the article literally says they thrive in damp, dark places, if you got a whole bunch of extra shade problems, a whole bunch of extra unforgiveness laying around, the mushrooms are gonna grow there. So stepping back into the light is an option for you. One good way, a way that I literally just saw is me being humble enough to repent, saying, God, okay, I, I kinda got myself into this trouble. I don't like the way I feel. Please help me get in a better spot. Simple as that. Second point, for you guys, I'm gonna call my point, find your flow. The article mentions how if your lawn has standing water or again remains damp for an extended period of time, the soil with which your seeds grow are, is probably going to be compacted and again, perfect condition for a mushroom to sprout. Standing water in this case means stagnant water or water that's not flowing. This is water that's usually caused by some, in some areas it's probably a hurricane, excessive rain, other natural disasters, maybe a little bit of flooding. But the point is, is that it's an environmental hazard. In the same way, I believe that stagnant emotions and bad decisions can also cause mental and emotional hazards. While a rain shower might cause some flooding to an actual garden, overwhelm, past and current pain, if you're like me, maybe a little bit of boredom, all the things that happen in those dark places, they usually cause some kind of emotional flooding. The mushrooms, or in my case, bad decisions, old thoughts, distractions, are usually a result of that flooding. 
This is not a call to beat yourself up. Everybody struggles with this. Um, no matter how much I surrender my life to Christ, there's gonna be times where my emotions try to get the best of me. But the point here is to turn your frustrations into something good, whatever that frustration is. Isaiah 58, 11 does a really great job of highlighting this. It reads, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you're dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. So my question for you guys is how can you find your flow in this season? And it might look different for everybody. One way you can do it is through fitness. Um, me personally, I've been jump roping. I went to Dick's, bought a little $15 jump rope, and I go outside and do it for 30 minutes every day. And it's done my body and my mind a whole bunch of good. There are plenty of people doing beach body on demand right now. If you're looking for a good coach, I have one. People are running again. There's Zumba, there's plenty of free options on YouTube, but the point is instead of having your mind race and run all day, it's a good thing to get your body active again. Reading and writing are good options. Go outside, even if you don't wanna do your fitness outdoors, you can still just go outside and get some fresh air, get out the house for a minute. And the other option could be to just have a tough conversation. If you're like me and some of your bad thoughts are coming from memories you've had with people, maybe some frustration you have pent up with other people, it might not be such a bad idea to just break down and have a conversation. If it's warranted, I'm not encouraging it if you know it's not healthy for you, but your frustration might be a call to just go ahead and have that conversation. Nonetheless, y'all, find your flow and there's plenty of ways to do it. Do not be discouraged. And then the last point, this was a really, really interesting one for me. The article says to minimize the effect of old trees and pets. For you guys, I'm gonna call it digging up your old roots and picking up your waste. It says here that if you have an area where a tree used to stand, even if the stump is gone, the dead roots under the ground might encourage mushroom growth. The same thing applies to animal waste. Let's say you take your dog out and he relieves himself on the lawn somewhere. If it's left there for an extended period of time, mushrooms are likely to grow. Reading this section was pretty interesting for me because the call for accountability just seemed to be at an all-time high, especially when it mentioned that even if the tree itself is gone, the roots underneath the ground might still be causing you some problems. One thing I struggled with this last week was having some conversations with some people that I probably shouldn't have been talking to. And there was some frustration in those conversations that let me know like, okay, I'm still bothered by something. Now, while I'm growing, there's still gonna be a certain part of me that some people are gonna be able to tug on. So I know that's why I was so frustrated, but the fact that there was still frustration there lets me know that there's some, some stuff that I need to handle. Same thing with the waste. Um, it made me think about people in my life who may have tried to put their problems on me, maybe have used me as a crutch for some things, or maybe still try to use me as a crutch for some things. I'm being called to pick up waste in my life that is mine or that is somebody else's, and I'm definitely being called to pull some roots up in an effort to make sure that these distractions don't keep popping up no matter how much time has passed. One thing that God has placed on my heart this year is to learn good, healthy boundaries. I highly recommend the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It's helped me tremendously in this area. One thing in particular this section made me curious of is who is it and what is it that's still harming us? 
I know a lot of things have happened to me, so I'm sure you guys can say the same, but I would say take inventory of your situation and start to get help. Um, Are there people in your life using you as a crutch? Do you have some past traumas you haven't addressed? Is somebody in your life right now that's hurting or harming you? I think sometimes we love to say how strong we are and how we don't care what people think, but somebody speaking over your life is a big deal. We all can't say that we're quarantined with really positive people. Are you noticing some disconnects in your family? Are you noticing a big disconnect with your partner? That's a huge thing that you guys shouldn't ignore in this season. If you're with somebody, if you're literally stuck in the house with somebody and you just cannot stomach being around them anymore, that shouldn't go unaddressed. So this point made me think a lot about accountability. What can I do or what old roots am I not addressing? What waste is sitting on the surface in my life that I'm not talking about either? And that's everything the article mentioned. So I would say if you're noticing some mushrooms popping up in your life, you're noticing some distractions popping up, you're doing really well, but then you have those spurts of time where you're just overwhelmed, really emotional, really frustrated with your situation, please take inventory. The first step again is to step back into the light. I know that this is a season where people are getting really depressed. Maybe you've been depressed long before this quarantine started. Do not let that go unnoticed. Do not come out of this time letting that be unchecked good things, the great things inside of you need the light. The second point is to find your flow. You were created to flow like that same stream mentioned in Isaiah 58 11, ever flowing. You're supposed to be a well-watered garden. You were meant to be a restorer, so don't stay stagnant. As soon as you notice a lack of peace in your life, please try to do something about it. That might be as simple as you taking a run, or it might require you getting some professional help. Either way, make sure you're taking the steps necessary to get the help that you need. And if you're finding that you need some extra strength, make sure you ask God for it. He's ready to give it to you. The last point is to dig up old poisonous roots or to pick up any extra waste that may be laying around in your life. Make sure you're being accountable to yourself. Be accountable to your mind. Be accountable to your garden. Especially during a time where you're finding that you're struggling or really, really distracted, don't be your biggest critic. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. You're a human being. Try to be your own cheerleader too. Make sure you're cheering yourself on to come up out of your dark spots. And it's no hard feelings if it takes a minute, y'all. For me, it took seven days, but there have definitely been times where it took seven months. Maybe it's been longer for you guys. It could be years that you're in your situation, but it's not impossible for you to get out of it. Don't beat yourself up, just move forward, keep making steps forward, and never take a step back. I hope this helped y'all. That's all I have for you today. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Deja is Dope. And again, I seriously love your feedback. Hopefully this analogy helped you a little bit. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give me a rate and review. Again, I would love all of your feedback. And I hope that you guys stay blessed and productive. Stay safe. And I hope you have a wonderful day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Be blessed.